0: shit on me Tim
1: Mingle from Churches and Trains that rocks yeah um, I just did a book release he, he has poetry as well mm-hmm. um, he works with the Press Coffee in Pottsville so shout out to those guys um, oh okay yeah.
2: yeah no I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah.
1: all the time uh, yeah Tim Tim is one of the baristas there so well, you probably I, met him and didn't realize he wasn't a musician I Probably did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's his his music, so he's gonna be the intro music for a little while of not going, I mean, uh, interviews, and then I'm kind of switching up music for things. So, if yeah, you want to throw handguns in there, let me know. What do you mean, like, we're putting do you're putting are you going no, put no, no. shows uh, on there? I, what saying? I put the shows. I put your music as the intro music for one of our shows. Oh, and so you're going to change it all the time. Yeah, so I, I rotate it so I can get more local Sorry, artists. I was confused. I thought yeah. you were. I thought we were going to have shows at Prest. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. It's a small area. I know. And it's like really, it's pretty in there. And sometimes, the music no I like is not not pretty. No mosh. <laughs> no moshing. You a <laughs> mosh all the time. Yeah. You can listen to like.
2: Aaron West in the rowing twenties, and we can like slow dance.
1: Yeah, you and the cool thing is, is like you're some chill
2: uh, tunes, like walkaways.
1: Yeah, we we uh, you're, you've been on some, some interesting bills, rock. some interesting bills. You you've been playing with some heavy people. Oh, the heavy the, that
2: was a super heavy show that I just played over there at uh, <laughs> Strikers. Strikers, and it went over great. Yeah, I was kind of worried about it. I kind of wasn't though because. When I play acoustic and, like, when I sing, my voice is pretty raw, so I felt like if anybody would understand it, it would be metalheads. I just had to put on, I had to do the thing, I had to put on a show, (laughs) and it went over great. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I thought thought it would
1: go over good, but it went over, like,
2: great no, and yeah. I was like
1: that it was, rocks it was a fun time I actually no offense to the other bands but I left shortly after your set I, it was a long night um yeah that was a weird intro but here we are interviews with everyday people sitting here with Jacob from handguns I'll let him little do his thing in a minute but uh if you guys like what you're hearing please hit that like That's subscribe the button many bands I mean, yeah right? we'll, we'll, we'll get into all that a slew a slew of bands so um You can uh, check out all our links. A literal menagerie. (laughs) Let me turn you a little bit here. We're losing you. We're losing them, Doc. Um, but yeah, so you can hit the uh, like, subscribe. Um, you can find us on any audio. I'm trying platform. to get my good side. Yeah, you can turn Harry, change a little bit, and if so you I just like, want to get my. Yeah, there you there go. We go. You can pander to the camera a little. Looking fat. i was <laughs> <laughs> <I'm laughs> just kidding. I, listen, I, I'm fat all the time. Phat. No, I'm fat. No, that's me. Pretty hot and tempting, baby. <laughs> Pretty hot and tempting. That's what Phat stood for. Don't you remember that from the '90s? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the, that was the joke. <laughs> um, yeah, IWP Network <laughs> on YouTube, uh, all audio and podcast platforms. You can find us there And we do have merch pages So if you want to buy Some cool merch We P-L-T-I-N-K. have that
2: P-H-A-T-I-N-K
1: Yeah we're gonna put that On a shirt The fat shirt Fat ink So give us an intro Tell us all the things You're into real quick And then we'll, do we'll take A deep dive Well I'm in a dive. bunch
2: of bands I'm in So first off I'm in handguns You already said that mm-hmm. I'm in a band called Common Thief I'm in a band called Francis I'm in a band called Kid Quit I'm in a band called Alone Pack also in a band called Walkaways I'm in a band called Flopper And these are all actual groups of musicians that have actual songs So let's just let's just talk this shit here <laughs> Flopper, uh, I like that one Two of them, spelled P-H-L-P-H-R I mean, you know, we like cats, so mm-hmm. um, We just thought it'd be cool to be spelled that way um, What else? I know I'm leaving something out how can I forget? Uh, my own solo project, which is mm-hmm. just... I go under my name, which is Jacob Daniel Langley. But my Bandcamp is jakelangley.bandcamp.com for that. Um, but all the other ones are either on Spotify or Bandcamp. Some of it is only on Bandcamp. Some of it's only on Spotify. Kid Quit right now only exists on YouTube because it's a movie as well as a band. So we don't release records. We release a chapter. And each chapter comes with a song, a music video, and a... 10 to 15 minute long like installation in the movie so Mm -hmm. uh, acted out so and you can find season one chapter one on youtube with the movie the song is in the video so that's how you can hear the song it's not streaming anywhere else but youtube though you can't find the song anywhere else but YouTube. the song itself is on youtube with just our logo playing in another video because we wanted to know how many people actually clicked it and listened to it
3: yeah
2: um and then there's a second music video, because we do it in an order. It goes, music video and song, then storyline <laughs> chapter. And it sounds insane, but we wanted a year. We, I, I'm going to look completely different between that first thing and now.
1: Mm-hmm. It's going to look nuts. Because you're doing a dramatic change with your, your exactly. weight and <laughs> getting healthy. And
2: that first, and the, and, and the singer, at the same thing. And wh- the characters we play in the story are not band members. You have yeah. to watch it. I don't want to spoil anything. But no, if you watch it, it, you'll out. see it. We're criminals. Um but there's a deeper meaning to the whole thing. There's a, And we'll tell the whole backstory in 10 years. We're playing yeah. a very long game with it. Nice. Yeah, so. Kind of like
1: uh, Coheed and Cambria. We
2: literally put Cambria it up years ago. But we're going one song at a time because we're like, why give them a whole record? Mm-hmm. Why? You don't have to. Mm-hmm.
1: We're in charge. Yeah, I'm in we charge. Want.
2: You get what we want. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so this, is, this sit-down has been talked about without your knowledge for a long time. Um, a lot of people are like, they come on the show and how we do an interview, but then we take like weird side tangents here and there. Um, and everyone, a lot of people are like, man, you have to sit down with with, with Jacob. This You guys would be... Good chemistry, so I'm excited, and oh, I, I can bullshit with the best of them. And this is something that's been people have been talking about for a while. Billy, a guy like other, because I have had a lot of bands on here. So in the band, a lot of them were like, "Man, you and Jacob would be fun. You should have Jacob." So it's finally happening. So the people that were that we're, were looking for it, here it is. Um, Let me double check something quick. Well, I have this weird thing where it doesn't record all the time, so just gotcha. making sure it's going. Just making sure it's going. Yeah. So does it record into there? Yeah. So that's it's I, audio only's here, and then the audio is being patched to the camera, and then excellent. the camera will have it. So I don't have to do don't have to do it twice. That I do rocks. a lot of I do a lot of podcasts, so yeah, that I have to find ways you to make to my good, editing as low as possible. Yeah, you had to get the good shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah a we lot can of curse, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, you can curse. YouTube, yeah. yeah, I um I pulled a Kevin Smith. I sold like all of my because I'm a huge nerd and I have like collectibles and stuff, and I sold everything to get this equipment. Gotcha. Yeah, because so I figured if like if this is what I'm passionate about, yeah, I sell that'll... all my shit. I and figured, hopefully they'll come back. All,
2: I figured all the money went into the stickers on this table. There's
1: a lot. These of are I'm all Wish lying. stickers. So like Wish. dot com. Yeah. So if yeah. you if you put like sixty bucks into Wish for stickers, you will get so many stickers. I have more stickers in a bundle, like a bin that oh, I rock. don't know what to do with. I'll so take some after the show's over. If you guys want to go through and grab yes. some stickers, that you you love them. It, I, it's crazy. Sixty dollars goes a long way of stickers on Wish. You've seen my guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, love I, have, it. I have actually. I have an interview with Everyday People sticker for you for the guitar. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, yeah. so we'll give you that. And yeah, then I have rocks. pins that are on their way in too. That's the first set of pins. The wrestling show. Yeah, you can grab them. the wrestling show. Oh, Oof, yeah. My bad. Sorry, no. All right. Yeah, that's my wrestling show. You can grab a pin. I usually just go to wrestling shows and hand them out so to people. Do you know who R.J. Rude is? R.J. Rude. Okay, he's he's an indie wrestler from Connecticut.
2: Um, he's, one of my, he's one of my buddies. I actually met him on TikTok. He's pretty. Kind of, he's kind of famous on TikTok. Really? He gets like, I don't know. He gets mad likes on TikTok, like wow. a lot. Like some of his stuff is like a hundred thousand views or something. Really? Yeah, like a lot. I'm like, whoa. And I went on there and he's like singing a handgun song, and I was like, whoa, that's rad. Mm-hmm. And there's like, and then I find him on Instagram and he's like a picture with Taylor from like 2013 when they were on tour with All Time Low for the part of the time that I wasn't in handguns. And I'm like, that's crazy. So I messaged him, and he's like, whoa, that's – like he thought it was as cool as I thought it was because I love wrestling. And I'm like, this dude's a sick wrestler. He loves the band that I started and pioneered for years before the current members are in the band other than the drummer. Me and the drummer are the two original members from the original lineup. A lot of people say the original lineup came back. Well – that means me and Marco. Napob's not the original bassist, and Taylor is far from the original singer. I love mm-hmm. him to death, but that's just the truth. And yeah. He, if he was sitting right here, he would say the
1: same thing. No, it's
2: having. We seen. care more about the truth than we care about egos. Yeah. And there's a lot of bands that like to hide their for their first releases mm-hmm. because they didn't think they were they thought they were stinky. Yeah. It's the same members, but they won't talk about that release because they thought the the music was stinky or yeah. something like. No, no, we have two other full lineups of people and other singers and demos and not just demos, but, like, released EPs... Of other people singing the song, other songs. Yeah, well, songs Billy don't sang play for a anymore.
1: while.
2: Yeah, that was more of an emergency situation.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm saying you have that ability. Yeah, no, yeah, and, and that's a because thing. That's because from day
2: one we ran the band like we were a hardcore band. We looked at our singer like he was doing nothing more than barking or screaming into a microphone with mm-hmm. melody behind him. <laughs> because yeah, we love you and we want you to be there because you helped write the songs and you sang in the record. But at the end of the day, the show was booked. The promoter put flyers up. And an event, and all these people and all these bands are playing. Why aren't we? Because one person can't. Mm-hmm. No, get a fill in. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. Like when Taylor called me and was like, "Hey man, like having this kid, like it's definitely a real thing." And I can't come. I was like, "So we're canceling the tour, right? Like can't go without you, bud." That that was suck. Mm-hmm. Like, and this was we would we would have fill in singers years ago when Josh. Who was the original lead singer of Handguns and Brandon, who was the second singer? of Handguns were in. We would always have fill-ins. Taylor Taylor's original job for Handguns was to fill in for Brandon on tour. And then me and Brandon got in an argument, and I was like, "You know what? If this dude's going to come on a three-month tour, he's in the
1: band." Yeah,
2: and that was it.
1: Mm-hmm. I, um, I love. I, I like how you guys have that f- free-flowing dichotomy. We're still friends with
2: Brandon, though. Like he yeah. booked. He booked our the, we're great friends with Brandon. Brandon and Marco run another band called placeholder that I was actually in with them for a while. I recorded on a record called I Don't Need Forgiveness. I played bass on that record. But um it's all still like we're all still boys. Everybody that replaced me and Nate and Marco were all friends that we knew. we mm-hmm. were all people from other bands that we knew. That weren't yeah. it wasn't like there was never truly bad blood yeah. at
1: all. Just sometimes it just not fits. It's,
2: yes, and sometimes people were, we 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 were talking, you know what I mean, but that didn't mean we were like actively fuck
1: that dude. You yeah. know what I
2: mean? Like So, <laughs>
1: sorry. Um yeah, I mean I can relate like the when I started this podcast, I I started it with kind of like a, a rock and roll mentality. In a way, because I've, I'm I'm around a lot of bands. I have friends with a lot of bands, and the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was something I was like, when I started, I as like, hey, you're on a show for a couple of weeks, but if you're no longer a part of it, it's not that I don't like you, it's just hey, it just didn't we, we were we're yeah. trying to find a niche here, you know what I mean?
2: And you also need different guests on a podcast. Yeah. You can't go back to the same people. Yeah.
1: So it's so it's kinda like um we we change up a lot and, and how you were saying before about people don't about, like
2: yeah some people have the same stuff to talk about. You know yeah. I mean?
1: You're like, man, you gotta give me something else. You gotta go get
2: kidnapped or something, yeah. dude. You gotta go through something. <laughs> Please, just yeah, go get kidnapped for a couple of days <laughs> and have something real bad happen to you. So you Come back talk about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the thing is, too, is like a lot how you're going, how people don't like to put out their original stuff. Like, I go back and listen to my original, like, the first 50 podcasts. Some I'm like, I hate wow. some of them. The first ones, yeah, because like, the Ugh. microphones were terrible. Yep. The you're camera like, looked Ugh. bad. Ugh. I didn't know what I was doing. Who cares? Yeah. You know
2: what? I talk about it this way because I draw, too, and I've been drawing since I was a kid. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be perfectly then.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And if someone can get something out of it, that's the whole reason why you're creating something. Well, not only that, but you didn't put it out thinking
2: this sucks. Yeah. So it was perfect then.
1: Yeah. But like how so you're like, s-
2: you can't look back on it and be like, well, that was bad. Yeah.
1: Like, well, re- no, some dude who was a wrestler. Good. Yeah. Some dude who was a wrestler. It wasn't listened bad. It was a song. 10 you just years weren't ago. as good. Yeah. Now you're better. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. hundred percent. It wasn't bad. So, yeah, and someone can get someone can listen Same to that thing. Is wrestling,
2: dude? If you yeah. you, you can go back and watch your first matches and be like, oh, oh, like I did not sell that bump, like, oh my gosh, like I can see, <laughs> look like, look at
1: my fupa, <laughs>
2: look at, look, and, and not only that, but like, look at, look at when I, when I bumped, like,
1: I, like, you can, you know what I mean, when yeah. you can tell, you're like, oh, that looks so fake, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, but how I say before, like, it really, somebody can hear oh, something. Oh, oh. Oh. So somebody can hear something that you created and say, "Hey, man, you may not be proud of it ten years ago, but I'm glad you put it out because for yeah, me, that's not me though. for me, I I got something out of that yeah, and it helped that, me get exactly. through a dark time. Exactly. You
2: know? No, I, I I that that's not how I am. Yeah, so I I'm love the same my, that's why I put it out. I like to out. look at my drawings from kindergarten and be like, "This rocks."
1: Mm-hmm. Like I I could yep. put myself in a mindset why I did it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent. So I say hundred percent a lot. My wife makes fun of me. So he he, he stops saying hundred percent. Put something else in there. Just, I'm trying. just trying to work something else. Yeah, in. I have a weird way of saying things.
2: <laughs> Everybody has their own little catchphrases. So but um, you can try and work something else in there. You think, try and think
1: something else. Put up Just add a different one in. Smokey, 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 or a new something. One in. Make make one up. <laughs> um, so when you when you started, you know, playing musicians, where are you where are you originally from? Where do you hail out of I never know how to answer that question. Because is that is
2: that just where you're born? Or is well, that where you spent like your formative years? Like growing up in middle yes. elementary, middle school, high school? Yeah. Because I was born in Baltimore, Maryland. And then we moved my parents moved to South Dakota, so I lived there for a little bit, but I don't really remember that very well. So I would mm-hmm. say if I had to answer that as like where you went to high school, where you know Littlestown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Is where like Elementary, middle school, high school is Littlestown, Littlestown, down eight miles south of Gettysburg, right down by the Maryland line, right right by the Mason-Dixon line. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yep.
1: So that's pretty much, and now you, what would you, like for now you you have parents living? My parents live in New Philly. New Philly. And I live in Carlisle with my fiance. Yeah. Now, handguns, where do you guys say you're? Out of Harrisburg or the Carlisle? Uh,
2: Rigatoni Island. Rigatoni Island? And the reason we say Rigatoni Island is because Handguns, since we've been a band, has been from different places we've never really known. Like, I've always wondered how a band can pick one town. Like, that's crazy. Five of your friends. Yeah. Five of them live in the same... No, it's a lie. Everyone picks... Every band just literally picks a town. Like maybe two bands in the world, five of them live on the same block and they're all friends. Yeah. And that's some psycho shit. You know what I mean? That's some children of the corn. (laughs) That's not how bands work. (laughs) Most bands are just dudes who get together and jam and don't really talk outside of jamming. And they're barely friends outside of music. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And once they start mixing their personal lives outside of music, that's when bands break up and problems happen. Because then drama gets in. Drama and egos. Drama and egos, exactly yeah and that's why that's why we realized that in our band and it's not even just that, it's not even drama and egos with our band now we're just we don't care there is no drama or egos because we're too old to care we just <laughs> don't care yeah we never really cared we would put onto the industry the industries and the, the industry people in the suits like we cared and everyone that was in the band and i can i can say this with pretty certainty even the people that were in the band when i wasn't in the band didn't really care what was up. They just wanted to have fun and play some rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But they, we would, everybody would put onto the suits like we cared because you want them to work for you. You yeah. want them to do their damn job or the job they claim they're doing that they're not doing. Yeah, I think they're not doing. But that's I don't I, I don't like talking about that. That's what makes me sound jaded. Yeah. But we would put to those dudes like we cared. Like, of course, you want the label guy to think you care a whole ton. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we just wanted to play rock and roll and have fun.
1: No, it's another thing too is I, as you get older and by um, care
2: I mean like care about coming home from tour with a check and coming home yeah or with money
1: yeah but uh when as you get older too you realize like I guess in bands or just when you're with a group of friends when you're younger and you had a bad day or I had a bad day and I just wanted to take all my fucking frustrations and emotions out on the world and they' be like you know what fuck that guy man I don't want to be around him anymore and then you get older and you're like all right listen. Jacob's going through some stuff today. Let him go through it. We're best friends exactly. for a long time. Just let him go through it, and let's not throw friendship away over this, and then be there for him and let him... Well, one of what I mean? the
2: problem is, and I'll just say it. I'll just say exactly what it is. Sometimes yeah. when you're drinking for days and weeks and months on end, mm-hmm. and your friend does something dumb, like it's not even something like eats the last of the pizza. Yeah. It can come to full blown to fight, <laughs> yeah,
3: you're swinging right? On each you know, other. know what I
2: mean. <laughs> and you're swinging, and the next morning you don't even think about it because you woke up and you forgot, right? Yep. And then you just let it go. Mm-hmm. But you didn't forget about it. You're going to remember it later. You're going to remember it later. It's going to come back, but you're not going to talk about it. You're not going to bring it yeah. up because it's awkward. Because it was already over. That's past. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now it's two days later. Why? You know what I mean? I forgot about it. Now I remember it, but I'll let that go. Mm-hmm. And then because we're friends, you know what I mean? But then. That and then another thing and then another thing builds up and it's just and it's always dumb stuff, right? Mm. But it makes you feel like, are we even friends? And I think it's the booze. (laughs) I think if you're sober and your friend does something dumb, you're like, "Eh, whatever. Let's move on. "Eh, (laughs) If you're both sober, if you're both hammered, you're like,
1: ah, flipping this table, dude. (laughs) Um, Now, just following you on social media and kind of listening to music that you guys put out a while ago and in Music Now, there's definitely a a change, especially, well, more or less with you. I'm not going to say for the band. This is uh, uh, You're going through some changes. Like my personal music? And, and just you in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you're going through some changes. So, like, I would say the perfect example of growth and going through things, the Jacob maybe five, ten years ago is not the Jacob you know right now. No. Yeah. I mean,
2: I think, I think we live in a world where everyone thinks when we wake up the next morning like nothing has changed mm-hmm. around you um, I, I've kind of always thought that when they say every day is a new day mm-hmm. I think it's literal yeah 100% like obviously you're the same flesh and being you were yesterday but I don't know. I think it's impossible to be the same person you were the day before.
1: Yeah. I I always look at it as like you every day you wake up, which is which is if you're spiritual, if you're religious, whatever you're, if you have a higher power, however you feel. Yeah. Every day you wake up is is somewhat of it's a, it's a blessing and it's a, it's a miracle. You know what I mean? Because not everyone has that opportunity. Um and there's a lot of people who are no longer here. Then obviously you think about in a whole nine and but. I always look at it as you make a ripple in a pond, right? Or in a, in a puddle, or any way how you look at it. De- depending on how big of a ripple you want to make. Do you want to make a ripple in a lake? Do you want to make a ripple in the ocean? Do you want to make a ripple in a pond? Yeah. But every day you wake up, you have that opportunity to cast your rock and start it. Yeah. And if you, at every, for every 24 hours in the day... You have to take advantage of your time, and your your ripple can affect somebody else's life. Your ripple can, even without Absolutely. even even without even knowing, like how we're going back to that that guy. You you're a fan of wrestling and found this dude from another state who listened to your song that you never even imagined, but you made that ripple in that pond. And do you want to go and and that ripple can be positive or negative? You can go and do something really really negative and affect someone's life ten years from now that you never thought would happen. You know. And I, I feel like right now, you're, you, every day listen, that you wake up, man, you throw your pond, listen, you throw man. your ripple, and you try to make a positive impact. No,
4: listen, no. <laughs>
1: I found him, and now he's teaching me to do backflips. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And you threw that rock years ago and the and ripple through threw it back yeah and the ripple's coming back to you like it's crazy but like you I, I feel like the way you are now is you wake up and I know you're very active on social media with your lives Ugh. and your music and everything but you you literally wake up every day and you try to in Can one way a box of tissues yeah you wanna grab that please I'm leaking like a sieve <laughs> sorry nah don't be yeah um, I, I, dude I, I'm a cancer bro I cry every day yeah that's super pro- su- probably super healthy for you thank you Hobie. um yeah, we have we have Noah in studio. He's a big handguns fan. And talking about throwing a ripple, this is this is it right here. You know, we talked a little bit off camera. Um, dude, you can actually go back that way. And just slide yeah. your chair back out. Um, I'll just keep him here for you. Um, but yeah, uh, you you do you definitely try to um, put out a positive energy a every day. Issues
4: enough? I need a, I need a bedsheet.
1: <laughs> oh. you gave- you're gonna
2: cry. You gotta come. If you're gonna cry on a recording. You gotta come back strong with a good, with a good joke.
1: Yeah. We'll see what you got. Uh, so uh, That was it. That was uh, it. I'm gonna need a bed sheet. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think it's really it's really important to um, to to try to wake up every day and, and try to make a positive impact in any possible way and whether it just be like check up on somebody or just say hey man i love you you know what i mean and i i think that you're definitely taking advantage of those opportunities right now and that's your mindset it seems to me as an outside person looking out looking at you except
2: for your enemies it's your duty to wake up every day and destroy them
1: I, I kill. I I'm kill, just playing. I kill with kindness. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's my. That was
2: the hard, that was the hardcore fan of me. I was yeah. like, I was like, in my mind, I thought, now what would Jamie Jowes to answer <laughs> through his lyrics? It's your duty to wake up every morning and destroy your enemies.
1: It's like I know people hate me, but I'm gonna wake up every day and keep doing exactly what I like to do that they don't like because people don't. Some people don't like when you when you're when you're doing well for yourself. So just keep doing I, well. well. I
2: just saw this preview and I thought it was great because everybody I, I would like when people change idioms and an idiom is just like a saying like living well is the best revenge. That's an idiom. Yeah. Right. And some of those are saying on a movie. and I thought it was so sick because I love vigilante movies. They're one of my favorite bit, bit of movies. Like John
1: Wick. L- well, he really never vigilante. saw that. Batman's a vigilante.
2: Yeah. There you go. Or uh, Boondock Saints is yeah. one of my favorite ones of all time. It's, it's a great movie. So good. Part three is coming. I know. I saw that. I don't I don't even remember two. I saw two. I only remember one. I two remember two being like, this is underwhelming. Yeah. That's all I remember. All I remember is I don't remember it. And that means it
1: sucked, well, I think. Part, part two didn't have the same effect as part one because two of your best characters die. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that. Will, William Defoe. and... I'm just going to
2: watch the first one. I'll watch the third one when it comes out. And then if I, that one's rad, I'll go back and watch the first one. And then, of course, I'll watch the second one again. Yeah. But I'm not... I'm like... I'm like I am with music where I am with movies. Like, I want to make it. I don't want to consume too much of it. Because if I consume too much of it, I'll know if I'm ripping someone off.
1: And I don't care if yeah. I'm ripping someone what off. Is, and I don't care that, to know. What is that fucking... There's a term to that. Where Ignorance like Ignorance is bliss? No, no, no. It's, it's an actual term that they... That, it's used a lot in comics. Like, mm-hmm. we're a comic. Like, oh, you stole my joke. But you, like, subconsciously hear it. And then you work it into your... I don't want to... Yeah, I don't yeah. want to
2: subconsciously hear it. That's why I don't yeah. even consume it. That way, if someone's like... Because it's not going to be the same. It's never going to yeah. be exactly the same. The jokes, own the jokes that are joke-stealing is never the same. It's never exactly word for word, right? Yeah. They always change it a little bit. And to me, that's rock and roll, dude. Mm-hmm. There's only so much brink
1: and process. Have you ever seen that video? It's like the four chords. Yeah, and you could play the four they chords. Say
2: and- they play those four chords over and over again. It's like 40 top songs, yeah. same four chords, over and over. That's why I will never be in a cover band. I would rather just try and write a top 40 song.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe when I'm 80, and even then, no, I'm good. If
1: you were to do covers, who would they be? Jacob Langley covers, yeah. No, like if you had, to, if you Hand were, go- guns. if you had to pick,
2: what Hand band? Guns. Handguns, the time that I was the part the two the two entire full length records where I wasn't in the band and didn't write one of just those played, songs okay. would be a cover. Uh-huh. I didn't write one of those songs and there's two full lengths. I would start a handguns cover band <laughs> for disenchanted and life lessons. You know, guess what I would do. We should do that. You should That's do, what I would do. I should do that. Go on tour. We're hey. go, we're going on tour. Hey, does anybody want to start a handguns disenchanted life lessons <laughs> straight up just tribute band? what's a what's a bit instead of tribute what would be like instead of infamy what is too too famous infamy is to, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like instead of tribute what would it be what would we call
1: it i don't know a trombute. a trump it has it's to trumb- be a different word yeah. you know what i mean we gotta make something up
2: a shit <laughs> you all right i'm just gonna throw this away oh
1: yeah, or, yeah oh that's all right. Jacob's sake. You want to get another glass of water if you want to? You're, you're more than welcome to. It's right. In the, open the fridge on the right-hand side. I'll just kill dead air here. I like your pants, they're man. You got some cool desert camo pants going on.
2: Actually, these are actually girls.
1: They're girl they're pants.
2: Fe- these are a female item that I got at Target, and they're brown and pink, if you see. Oh, they are pink. Pink, yeah. Yeah. They, to me, I thought they – they, to me, they look like something Billie Eilish would rock, and I was like, yo. Yeah, I, these I, are my size, and she has swag. And, and I would wear that. Most of the things she wears, I'm like, why is it still the 90s and I don't wear baggy things anymore? Because like, <laughs> how am I going to convince my friends I'm going to look cool? Yeah, it's cool. Don't make fun of me. I'm wearing this big baggy, big baggy shirt. Like Jenko jeans. Right? Like, I want to bring them back. But if I roll up on the spot in some Jankos like I had in high school, everybody's. I didn't even have Jankos in high school. I'm not going to lie to you. I couldn't afford I w- them. I wouldn't, me neither. You know what I did? I went to Value City and I bought one some jeans just way too big. You don't know. Yo, John's way too big. Just some way too big Johns. So they were like 44s in the waist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was how, how, that was how I was out. You know what happened down. to me?
1: So I used to get picked on. My, my my nickname to get picked on in school was called Route 66 because I wore Kmart clothes. And I got picked on and that beat rocks. up. at Beat up as a kid because i wore Kmart clothes i wish you i, I used to get picked on all the time but by, by the clothes i wore yeah and Then i realized i was gonna then i
2: realized that it was a way i could get attention yeah <laughs> so i started wearing crazier shit and letting <laughs> them pick on me and then i'd be like you can't pick on me if i pick back exactly i started back, Eat my dick you so know what i mean my mom's
1: like, like well i found a the store
2: just, I, they, they would spit their piss on me i would spit it right back in their face yeah like and they would say <laughs> they would say something real mean and i would say something out Landish like kid, some kid would be trying to threaten me like you want to beat me up in the hallway, and I'll be like I like pretzels. He'd be like what, and I'd be like if you punch me, I'm gonna bleed on you. I like pretzels, and he'd be like what is wrong with you? <laughs> he's like I'm not easily, and then I would start slapping myself in the face and scream I like pretzels at the top of my lungs. <laughs> The other, other thing, like if you're straight just straight outnumbered by like 10 bullies, you know what I mean? This happened to me. Maybe, maybe this happened once. Maybe I made it up. Who cares, right? You just pull your pants down, to your ankles, dick out, scream like a woman at the top of your lungs. No ten, no group of dudes are going to beat jump. you up. Yeah. They're, they're not going to be the guys beating up the pantsless guy, screaming like a girl.
3: <laughs> Nobody
2: actually- wants to be that guy. That yeah. doesn't
1: make you look tough not in school. Yeah. And then what if he accidentally touches Wiener? Then you're a exactly. high school kid like- then you're Then you're gay. Yeah. What happened? What is right? it? going to rub off Here's on me. Here's what I thought about yeah. the other
2: day. If you're, <laughs> if you're jerking off, aren't you a guy giving a guy a hand job? Well, well, a guy also gives you a hand job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, Don't I've think been. about things too hard. And Everywhere I'm from makes you double gay. Yeah. So I used to say and that. It, to, what if there's a mirror in the room? I used to say that. Watching. I used to say that the jocks in high school that would be homophobic in my direction. Because if you're homophobic in any direction near me, I'm just going to start being extremely homosexual in front of you. Yeah, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Because I'm not I don't care, and me and my friends will start kissing. Me and my me and my friend, do you know Lyndon? <laughs> do you know Lyndon Chamberlain? He lives no. in Pottsville. He's lived here for I years. may know to see him. I'm you, terrible you at names and faces. You probably know if you've seen him, but me and him used to do that. Like, the jocks would pick on us and be like, you guys are, you guys are queers. You guys are fags. Yeah. I'm sorry that I said that word, but that's exactly the yeah, exact word they use. That, yeah. And I kiss dudes. So, you know what? That word applies to me, if you want to use it as a derogatory term. Yeah. I also don't identify as straight, so yeah. I It's what it is. Yeah. Uh, We would straight kiss on the mouth (laughs) in front of them. (laughs) And they'd be like, and be like, we're going to beat you up. And like, well, you know what? If you beat us up, like, That's going to suck because we're probably going to bleed, right? Like, you know we have AIDS. Yeah. You don't want to tell like a hillbilly kid, a 13-year-old hillbilly kid from Littlestown, Pennsylvania, believes that every gay person has AIDS. (laughs) So then you just blow their mind and then they can't beat you up, but they want to beat you up so bad.
1: (laughs) You just take away all their fire. Take away all the oxygen. You take
2: all their fire away. And then not only that, you turn at each other and you start beating each other up. That's the other thing we would do. We start fighting each other because it's fun. We didn't Mm -hmm. care. We're, and we, they were like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're getting ready for you. This is just us.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't, worry we're even, don't up.
2: even worry about what we're doing to you. We're sparring right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got out of a really bad fight one time in a mall because in Hanover, it was kind of the opposite of situation. Whereas in Little Sound I could count the amount of people of color that lived in our town at the time that I lived there on one hand. Yeah. And in Hanover, it was, there, was a, there was a bit more. And when you dressed like a punk rocker in that town, for some reason – the kids at the mall thought you were racist or a Nazi. Yeah. They thought that you were, you know, like, yeah. Because you looked like
0: a punk you, rocker. A punk
2: rocker was a Nazi to them. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yo, like, that's not us. Like, we're, nah. So, but they wouldn't, they weren't having it. So they had us cornered. They had us cornered in the food court. And me and my, I looked at my boy and he looked at me and we picked up trays off of the top of the tray return and we just started beating the living fuck out of each other with trays. And they're like, "Yo, white boy is He's a crazy mm-hmm. yo." They like turned and ran. They were yeah. like, "That's the craziest thing I've ever saw." Because we were just hauling off on each other. It was ten of them, dude. Like, there's nothing he's gonna do to me that ten of like they're gonna kill me.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's funny. They were real mad. They thought we were Nazis. And We're like, we're not Nazis. I
1: actually had that debate. And we're like,
2: they, they were like, and they were like, we'll prove it to you. Would Nazis do this? And we start beating each other up. <laughs> but like, do you guys watch Jackass? Okay, that's us. We're yeah. not Nazis.
1: Yeah. yeah. I actually had a debate with somebody about punk rock music, and they're like, and that was their that was their mentality too. Like, it was like my black friends. They'd be like, well, isn't punk rock like super? A lot I said, of
2: people think that. I said punk rock. A lot of black people think that, or African American people. Yeah. I
1: don't. I said punk rock is anti-establishment, mm-hmm. and I said punk rock and hip hop are the same thing with two different Some st- people understand that yeah some people fully understand that mm-hmm. a
2: lot of people that i've met in the hood totally understand that yeah um but some of them don't
1: yeah because hip hop is i'm poor i'm from a shitty neighborhood and, and, and i want to and i, I want to make some it, of it the out The
2: ones who don't are some of the ones who maybe were raised by people that spent time in prison because a lot of people in yeah. prison are nazis and they're covered in tattoos so they look like a punk rocker but they're a nazi yeah so that it, if it walks the same and talks the same, it's probably the same. You know I know actually what I mean? know a
1: dude who came who was in you prison. Look, yeah,
2: like if I shave my head right now, cover myself in tattoos, and buzz my head, people are think white, things thing Yeah, yeah. I just put on a white shirt and jeans. Oh, and some whoa. boots to go cut the lawn. Like, I'm <laughs> literally going to look like a neo-Nazi.
1: I'm gonna. Do like fucking American History X over yeah, there. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, That's why, like, I would love to have a buzzed head, but no, I'm yeah. not doing that. I got the face for it, too. Like, I have the... I would look like a knot, and yeah, I'm not doing it. You got it. that jawline. Yeah, to look like a, <laughs> to look like a Nazi.
1: Um, I'd have to bash my own skull. <laughs> I used to shave my head, but I have a really bad widow's peak, so I look like making a I used a mouse. to shave
2: it for sports when I played baseball. I was a cat. It's just better. It was just yeah, it's so much better. When you're, and when you're active every day, I don't want it to wake up and do my hair. Mm hmm. Put yeah, a hat I hat on. Don't do that. I put a hat on. <laughs> I'm a I hat might on even guy. buzz it. Now that we talked about this, I might even buzz it because you know what? It's it's. You only gonna look like a gnat's for like a day and a half if mm-hmm. you keep buzzing it down. That's when. It's or bad just day.
1: shave. Just take the top off nah, and do if the I'm Danny do it, and it, i and the to Do
2: the buzz because I haven't been buzzed in a long time and I've wanted to do it on the gram because it's. Alarming! A guy, someone buzzes their whole head. It's kind of like, whoa, dude! Remember when Britney Spears buzzed her head? Yeah, that, we were all alarmed. We were like, <laughs> sister,
1: sister, girl, what, honey? Oh, what's going on? Do we need to talk? Like, what's? Damn! Yeah, she cut it all off, and then she like tried to attack people with brooms or no umbrella. Was an umbrella? I mean, they probably the deserved photo, the it.
2: F- I don't know what they did, but they probably deserved it. You got Britney Spears so mad. She's attacking you with an umbrella. I'm going to go out on a limb and take her up her side. I don't even know what you need to know what she did. I don't need to know. <laughs> I don't need to know what they did and what she did. Y'all were in the wrong.
1: Why'd you get her that mad? Mm-hmm. So, my opinion. So in all 15 bands you're in right now, uh, what, what- Seven. Seven. <laughs> what, uh, what, what are you working on right now? What are some of your- I, I have unreleased stuff, so I have- a solo unreleased punk
2: rock song that i have to name the project for i have some heavy unreleased stuff that i have yet to name the project for i want to get to 10 projects (laughs) yeah then then my goal then my goal is that if 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 i can get each one of them to release a song every year at least one song Mm -hmm. full records would be rad every one of them releases a full record every year hell yes let's go Mm -hmm. um because some of the other bands that I'm in, like the work is divided. Kid quit, I don't write any of the music. Yeah. None. We just divide the work. There's a guy named Corey Gable who actually produced. Shout out Corey Gable. Shout out the Kaleidoscope. He produced and recorded, um, I should say co produced because I handguns ourselves. We actually produced a lot of the new record. So he co produced the record with us. And, uh,. Uh, for When the Light burns Out, our last record. But he's in Kid Quit, and he makes all the music. Like, write, recorded it, everything. And then the lyrics and the melody, me and Zach, the singer, come up with. And then, like, all the concept and the story and the movie and all that stuff. I kind of pitched the idea to him as I was in the studio tracking some songs that me and Zach were going to use for an unnamed project. It was just like, me and Zach have been making music for years. He lives in Kentucky, so instead of wasting time practicing, Said, let's book studio time with a producer who knows that we're going to go in there and write and track at the same time because mm-hmm. it's easy. You can do that if you're if you know what you're doing. You can figure it out, sit down, track it, and that's the final product that's going on the record. If you can hit your drums hard and play your guitar, it's, the take's not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might in ten years, in you know, in a year, but not really. The parts not going shouldn't change. If I don't think it should, I, I, I'm always a fan of going with my first idea too when it comes with a song like. If you you can use your first idea or you can take your first idea and change it 35 more times but then what, what was wrong with the first one what was it, what was actually wrong with it? Did it just uh-huh. sound too much like something else you did or you know that's just my personal opinion on the way I write music I like if I wrote it I like my first draft is I'm usually like cool next
1: when, when you started getting into music were you did, was the first instrument guitar? Oddly enough no, it's a clarinet clarinet so have you always what what age do you start like all right, I'm clarinet, my whip too want to go get it I can play it <laughs> what I was sure. your what age were you like music's gonna be my thing I'm gonna start playing instruments I wanna be in bands
2: I don't even know how to answer that question because I've always I grew up in the church and I would always look at the people on stage playing in the band playing the guitar playing the drums even as a baby I'd be like you were drawn to it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like there's a picture of me as a this big, this big, holding a toy microphone upside down, singing in it. Yeah. Like, so I I think always.
1: Mm-hmm. As did, long as I can remember. When did you start that? It? When did you start taking it serious? Like, I want to pick up an instrument and start playing it. Seventh grade, I bought my first
2: guitar. But even before that, I we would play. <laughs> You know, kids would play pretend. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play band. Like I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like you can ask my cousins. We would like bang on buckets. Like we yeah. didn't, and we weren't, we weren't serious, but we weren't. Like we thought we couldn't. We were mm-hmm. like, because to us, a band was like Kiss. Like you yeah. had to be rock and roll to be in a band, right? You had to be, you had to have all this stuff, and that's why. Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna get real emotional. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why. <laughs> When I found punk rock, I was like, whoa, you don't have to have a venue. Yeah. You can just play in a basement. You can play in a basement. You don't have to have a good guitar. You can have that crap box thing that that guy's playing out of. You don't have to have an amp, a big amp. You can play through a practice amp. That's all that guy has. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a PA. You're just plugged into another practice amp. Mm -hmm. What the hell? You don't even have to know how to play the instrument, because I'm pretty sure you're just wailing on it as I'm watching this (laughs) grind. I remember the first time I watched this band play in the basement of this coffee shop in Gettysburg, PA. They were playing a hard, They were a hardcore band from New Jersey called Inner Side Burning, and I was like, they said they were just a, hard, a hardcore band, or metally, grindy. I I can hear it in my head. I can hear the riffs. It was just like crappy ass beater riffs. Like it wasn't yeah. good. It wasn't like anything groundbreaking. It was just like whatever. But when you're that young, at that age, and you hear that, you're like. Like, pretty he said, that guy's barking like a dog. Like, like, this rocks. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, they're just playing the most insane. Like, it's not hard to play. It's crud. It's yeah. literally garbage. Anybody can do it. You're like, you like can see. It's like. It's like the first time you see someone do one of those painting videos where they paint something. Even if you're not a painter, and they'll paint the picture. You almost feel like you could have painted it because mm-hmm. you saw the process. Yes. It's like that. It makes it look easy. That's why people like process porn.
1: Yeah. Because it's like, process oh. Process
2: porn? That's what it's called. Like process porn. Like the how to how it's made videos. Oh, okay, okay. I call it process porn. <laughs> I was like, I was like hey, you threw me off there. Like, you
1: have a terminology that I'm not aware of. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get some nose blowing in there. I don't care.
2: <laughs> I got, dude. I'm I'm sick too. Like, yeah.
1: Well, not sick, and just stuffed up. I guess I'm not really like. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I completely lost. Oh, so you travel a lot. This uh-huh. is another question I wanted to ask you. Um, so you go to a lot of different cities, a lot of different states and stuff, and see local music scenes and see everything. Where Where does Google County? Because I'm very, very proud, and I think we have a very good music scene. You do. You do, especially for the size of town that there is, like for the amount of people that are here. Where the would you rank our our music scene with some of the towns and cities you've been into? I,
2: I don't I don't like to do it that way, because I, I, I think each one's better for – each one's good for its own reason, and mm-hmm. each one's – the size is what it is like I'm never I'm not the person to be like there should be more people here tonight because when I wake up in the morning and I don't have a show to play I think about killing myself
4: yeah so how many people come to the show <laughs> who gives a shit yeah <laughs> that's how I feel um but
2: as far as like I'm just saying attendance to population ratio I think it's about for the for the genre of music that we play it's almost the same everywhere do you know yeah. doing about know per capita no it's like population density. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like how many, pe- how much is happening per the size of the population? Yeah, there's going to yeah. be more people at a New York show for us because 100%. there's more people that live in New York mm-hmm. that like this kind of music. Yeah. So I think for here, I think you're operating at a, 100% for your, live, your local shows. There's like, so
1: many different genres, too.
2: Exactly. And there's always a show going on somewhere. So, and there's always bands being supported. And there might not be 300 people at every show. But if you took all those shows put it in one room yeah, awesome that's what I try to do is cook stock <laughs> I mean it doesn't always work like that you wish you can right mm-hmm. I'm just saying the number is big the Yeah. Seen in general you don't have to make the crowd mix then yeah.
1: people will fight it sucks but you can't put <laughs> I haven't seen a fight at a local music show in a long which is good that's just awesome to hear yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. I can make one happen if you want. You want to book a show where a fight is going to happen? No, I definitely don't want that. Book a bunch of indie rock bands on like a hardcore bill. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I I can book a bunch of bunch of acoustic rock bands and then like sandwich them between ass beater bands where people come out or pagan hardcore bands. I know some of them. Yeah. biker hardcore bands where the club comes out and they just have some have a heyday punching on each other <laughs> and then book that with like bands who like to read and be nice yeah they throw a Christian rocker in the middle <laughs> who likes to lift weights you yeah. know what I mean I can make the fight happen <laughs> in the show
1: um, I see the show with you in Frackville here uh-huh. um, and it was one of the funniest fucking experiences ever because you went up and played your thing first and, uh-huh. and you were screaming and emotional and yeah, doing everything you yeah, yeah. want yeah i and was
2: playing i was playing the songs in fluffer voice i have a couple different voices i do it and i even said like i'm in a band called fluffer that was before i started doing the whole like singing down here yeah and the reason i don't like to sing down there and i did not before is because that's how my dad talks yeah and uh you know, when you grow up around that, it's kind of awkward. You, like, you feel like you're making fun of your dad, but like yeah. that voice and talking in a southern accent comes very natural to me. It's very easy to do, and I can do a really high hillbilly one, and yeah. it's just like, it comes out like nothing, and it's because of where I grew up and who I grew up around. Because I grew up in Littlestown, Pennsylvania, but my dad's from the south, and we were down there a lot, and then being in the band Francis, everyone in that band was from Kentucky, right in the same general vicinity where my dad grew up, and going on tour with them and just being with them and living around them it's just and especially even not even especially like when I'm with them I don't talk like this I mm-hmm. can't it doesn't like sometimes I do like if my mom walks up or somebody it's weird like it depends it, it, it I go in and out of it it's not, it's not on purpose it's just like yeah you know what I mean? It's like natural.
1: <laughs> but this dude, we were in a very small room. It's very quiet room, and the, the PA wasn't very loud. So a gentleman was was talking shit, but we could all clearly hear him talking shit. And you're on stage, and I'm well, like, he was talking shit because I
2: was, I was punk rocker screaming. Yeah, I mean, he's singing screaming. I was singing like Tim Armstrong. I was yeah. singing in my punk rocker voice. So like, he, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So he uh, he's talking shit. I'm Keep like talking. And I'm like, how how is he going to handle this? And I'm like, and I wanted to be the guy, to be like, "Yo, dude, shut the fuck up." And I was like, "But uh, then you're gonna start shit at a show." So I didn't say anything. And well, then all, it was also the
2: middle of a song, so you yeah. were probably waiting. Right? Yeah.
1: And then you just go, "You go, all right, man. I only have two more left because this guy doesn't fucking like my music, but fuck him anyway." And if you, because the next band up was, was "Torment Ridden." I'm buddies with those guys, and you're like, if you don't like me, then you're really gonna hate this next band.
2: <laughs> every band on the show, I I, I I thought every band on the show was like heavy. Except, I guess one look li- wasn't. Look alive. Well, there was one that wasn't. Two word. Yeah, no, no range uh, right. There was one, No, no Range has, and has Alive. like singing. Yeah, and, yeah. No, and
1: Look Alive is like a classic rock, mm-hmm. funk band.
2: Yeah, Yeah, So, But I thought at that point that they were all heavy, but I didn't know for sure. And I was going to say, <laughs> you're going to hate every other band on this build. That was my what I was going to say, but I didn't yeah. know what those bands sounded like for yeah. sure. But you knew what Torment Rin sounded like. I knew for sure what <laughs> Torment Rin sounded like because I know, because my buddy Linden used to be in that band, and I know the kind of music they listen to, and I know how they play their instruments. Like,
1: Yeah like animal from the yeah Muppets. like animals like <laughs> actual animals they just go up
2: there and pound on their gear and it's great i love it and yeah. um i just made that joke but what i told him i was it was like i don't know i just i forget what he said it was like he would sound good if he wasn't yelling it was yeah, something yeah, like yeah that. That, yeah and i was like yeah i was like <laughs> i like to pull the line from the wedding singer because to me it cracks me up. It's my favorite one to hit a heckler with. It's like, yeah, well, I have a microphone and you don't, so you will listen to every damn word I have to say. <laughs> I said whether I scream it, sing it, or yell it. You want to know why, buddy? And then I know exactly what I said though. I said because you paint with a fine tip pen. That's exactly. And I have what a saying. big wide brush. Yeah. And that metaphor probably went right over your head. Yep. This next song goes out to you. <laughs>
1: that's exactly what you said. Right. Yeah. Exactly what it was said. fucking hilarious. Because I
2: wanted to hit him with a metaphor where he's like, I don't even know what that means. Because to this day, not quite sure what it meant either. Yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> it just sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> you pretty much pulled the the whole I like pretzels and screamed at him until exactly. he until he got uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> this is the, the biggest sticker bomb guitar ever. I love it. Yeah, that's so I would have pulled that. You got tape going on the bottom there?
2: Yeah, cause I got my. Ooh. Oh, that's all right. We don't need that. have that How bad would that have been?
1: It was. That awesome.
2: I would have bought you another one. We,
1: that, we don't even use that, so it'd have been cool. It'd have been a story. Like you see that light up there? A major one. <laughs> with
2: I have a. You, yeah, we, we could
1: have used that. to paint it. We could have used ramen noodle. You see how that guy fixes everything with ramen noodle? Yeah, we could have done bad, that.
2: Too bad ramen noodles can't fix my broken heart. Would be a great name for a ooh. indie rock song. Yeah, it would be. Too bad ramen noodles can't fix everything.
1: What is this on the front here? This green thing. Is that a pin? You just shoved a pin through it? I don't know how that's going to translate. I'm turn that down You don't hear it a little bit. Yeah.
2: Should, what you should do is, which one's this?
1: No, you could definitely pick it up on there. No, 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 watch. Turn it on. Yep. Just
2: point it right at the sound hole
1: we're we're improvising I... nail it and then you can check check this is the first time for the show here
2: It's not being percussive enough. I
1: probably out. have picks everywhere. Oh, I got one.
2: You should get some. Uh, if you're gonna have musicians on, you should get some of these. Made for the.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Because
2: I would play with them. Because I'm
1: cheap. Yeah. Poor. That would be a really. And forgetful. Oh, I just noticed you have a Max Sabbath sticker on mm-hmm. your kitchen tone. Dude, I saw Max Sabbath live. Really was one of the greatest experiences of my yeah. life. You want to hear about it? Sure. I watched it. A- well, real quick before you, Mac Sabbath is a band where every member dresses as one of the McDonald's characters, except evil, except evil versions, yes. and they play Black Sabbath music. Except all the lyrics are about McDonald's. Yes, <laughs> they change the lyrics <laughs> to be Black about McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. yeah. Do you
2: see it live? Not yet. I okay.
3: Saw live videos, but like.
2: Do so I don't know if I want to ruin it for you because it might be the same thing. I'll just ruin it. Maybe it'll be different. Yeah. yeah. Good. So there's like a. Curtain around the whole stage because it was in a venue where there was no backstage. I'm sure in a place where there's a backstage, you probably just do a curtain fall or a curtain drop or something, right? So they had like things covering the stage. From behind the stage, music starts weird music. I can't remember what the music was. Something creepy, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Cubs popping up over top of that frickin' thing is a Mac- Ronald McDonald head with lasers shooting out of its eyes, and then this voice comes over to the thing saying that the members of the people, the people that you are about to perform seeing see performing on stage are nothing but puppets, and they're not actually playing. The band is locked in a basement two miles away being held hostage by psychopathic clowns playing via satellite you know what i mean like yeah. that was the whole like concept stick. is yeah, the the shtick was that the band is locked in a basement and that the people you're watching on stage playing these dumb costumes are faking well that's not true obviously yeah. they're up there playing but that's a hilarious thing and I then love it drops stuff. and then the whole thing the whole and then i'm pretty sure it was fog and more lights and the music it drops and the music kicks in big giant g- grimaces and <laughs> <laughs> hamburglers playing gnarly black Sabbath rips about Double cheeseburgers. Yeah, not double cheeseburgers. It's so goofy. Like I have a patch too. Like I, yeah. it's of the same thing, but it's like an embroidered patch. Yeah, I got it for a jacket. I haven't put the jacket together yet, but I'm gonna.
1: Yeah, they're 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 interesting. So what are you gonna play here?
2: I was walking through a cornfield, barefoot, in December. It was colder than hell. Hell, that's all I remember. All my clothes were in the wash. That's why I didn't have no socks. From the corner of my eye, Caught the image of a sly old fox. Tell me where you sleep in the night, Mr. Fox Is the weather nice in your hope? I said, tell me where you sleep in the night, Mr. Crow, anywhere the old wind will blow. Just made that up right here. All right, so. It sounded good, though.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, why, I is, mixing. why is that not as loud as I want it to be? And why is it not coming through the master? And then I realized with this board, uh huh, I have it on the video. So this yeah. is just this is a backup. It'll still be loud enough on there. Yeah, so yeah. It, it wasn't coming through and it's like a faded color. Uh-huh. I just got this board. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to use that mic, so I can't. Like that's the only thing I hate. Like while I'm already recording, I can't add another track in. Yeah, so it went through the board and went through the thing, but yeah, audio wise, I don't have that separated. I was like, what
2: the fuck is going on? So that just that mic wasn't on. Yeah,
1: I mean it was on, but it wasn't on on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if I just play this way,
2: it'll pick the mic up better. It'll mic the guitar. Yeah. But it'll still be on. It'll still hear it. Yeah, it all Absolutely. went through here. Because it'll still hear it on my phone from being that far away. <laughs> yeah. We can be real far away. The government still hears. The government is going to steal our hooks. They are. Okay? They're going to steal my hooks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my uncle was convinced that Chasey Chapman stole the riff of Give You One Reason to Stay Here. He's, he played that for like 15 years before it really came out. And then he heard it on the radio and he's like, where the fuck did they get that? That's amazing. God rest. We his soul. tell
2: stories we tell stories before we play covers because sometimes you play in a venue where the rule is no covers because the venue doesn't pay the ASCAP.
1: Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like
2: no covers. Like if you they can't play covers because if the venue's not paying into ASCAP, then it's illegal. Like it's you know what I mean? It's copyright infringement to have Blink one eighty two night unless you're paying into ASCAP. Which is bullshit, but I mean it, it's not, it's it is not but it, is. it protects the artist. Yeah. It's cool. It, it, it protects the artists so that bands like Get the Lead Out still have to pay Led Zeppelin, and they should. They They're should. are getting a crap load of money off Led Zeppelin. Yeah. They should, and that's why.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I get, it, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it seems silly
2: on, small, on a smaller scale, but here's the workaround, guys. You want to work around? You still want to play your cover song in your venue that won't let you play cover songs? Walk up there with the sh- biggest shit-eating grin on your face and say, what's up? This next song's a sad one. I wrote it in nineteen seventy four, make up a date, who cares? And then proceed to tell a story. Well I was sitting on a shitter in Duluth, North Dakota. I was humming it to myself. Fourteen years later I hear it on a, I hear it on a record. But I wrote this song, it's mine. And then play whatever song. Bon Jovi. <laughs> and then people will die. They'll be like, did that guy just claim he wrote a Bon Jovi song and Bon Jovi stole it? Because, like, that's hella funny. Yeah. Like, if he's joking, hilarious, right? But in the back of people's minds, they're going to be like, wait a second. What if he's serious? Like, <laughs> Cyanide Sunrise. be like, be like my dad, say, say your dad did, it'd be even funnier. Yeah. Be like, my dad wrote this song in 1947 and then in a game of cards, he lost it he lost this song in a game of cards you know what i
3: mean
2: <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a high stakes game of cards in Nash- in a hall in a high stakes hall grace slash songwriters gambling match hall
1: grace yeah
2: <laughs> a high stakes hall grace yeah. really i like uh, less than jake and the things they say on stage would be something like that yeah yeah
1: sign so used Where to get up and be like hey we're we're slayer from north dakota and his next song is called this and every time they'd say like who they are they say a completely different band
2: We used to do acoustic – we have – there's many acoustic videos where I'm opening the video by saying, what's up, we're – and then I make up a band name, and this song's called, and I make up a song name because I don't want to say – like, every video of every band ever does, they say, this is – we're blah, 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 and this is blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And none of them think, like, we should just say something else. Yeah. So there's one where I say – there's a famous one. People still quote it at me all the time. Like, kids, fans, people – still say it to me it's like what's up we're Slimpna This song's called Land of the Onions. We still say it sometimes. <laughs> and it's like it's before it's always before uh, or before Porch Light, which is the first song in Acts. It's like what's up we're Slimpna
4: This is Land of the Onions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How long have you had this guitar? Uh two
2: thousand
1: Fifteen
2: Warped tour, five years. I bought it at a pawn shop in New Mexico.
1: Who, who's that? Use you, your set list right here.
2: Yeah, it was a fluffer set list.
1: And then you have a set list on the headstock.
2: That is a handgun set list that Marco drew on a receipt, and I just like the way he wrote it. Yeah. Uh, I like
1: the handgun sticker on the front, on the top, the yeah. he, the heart. That's yeah. awesome. I like that logo.
2: I really like this guitar. It's a Framus. It's uh it's got a couple features that are not normal
1: not normal to an acoustic guitar's like
2: a bolt-on neck yeah so if I want to fly this I can take the strings off take the neck off and put it in a book bag which flying a guitar case is a problem because of the shape of the neck it's the mm-hmm. size of the neck it's literally this is just a stick you know what I mean that sucks it sucks if you have a Fender or something, easy, no problem. I don't know why. I think people do that if they go to other countries. If I was a Fender man and I was playing a Fender, I would fly my guitar when I was going to other countries that way. But I took my SG, or not my SG, I took my, uh, well, I did take my SG over to England. I took two guitar or yeah, I did. I took it over there and, uh, it was a problem a couple times where we were flying with the case because I didn't want to just like, I lost that guitar before, so I didn't want to just like, Ship it or have it go under the plane and, like, get lost. I was so nervous. Yeah. Like, I wanted it. I was like, this is my carry-on because my lady was with me. So I'm like, I don't need clothes. Clothes? You know how many T-shirts I'm going to get on tour? I can <laughs> buy socks. Who cares about socks? I'm going to buy socks and underwear when we get there. Yeah. We'll go to the cheapest dime store and buy they socks and underwear. You know what I mean? And we'll throw them out because we're not washing them or bringing dirty socks and underwear back home. A little traveler's tip for you. You want a good one? Buy your socks and underwear where you land if you want to be easy on You can buy a bunch of stuff where you land. Think about it. How much is a pack of white shirts or black V-necks or whatever? A couple, couple shirts that you can wear. Mm-hmm. Something cheap. Go to a thrift store. You can buy, probably find something cool. That's my thing too. It's like, just run to a thrift store real quick. It's not going to be washed. You got to be willing to be wearing thrift store clothes without washing it's them. It's smell like mothballs. I will. I love it. Don't I love thrift shops. I kind of like. I don't even say. I don't even care to say this. I don't mind. I kind of like the smell.
1: Yeah. I wish there was a candle. That smelled like death or shop <laughs> candle. <laughs> smelled like thrift shop. <laughs> Just smelled like old basement. Um, a cool thing you do too at your merch is you actually go to like thrift shops and you grab shirts and then print your logo on them. Yeah, we do that for handguns.
2: It's um, fucking awesome. Some people think it's really tacky and dumb. And I think I, it's fucking and some amazing. Some people think it's amazing, so I like it. Um, it's nice also that we have because we also have other shirts up on the wall that are like, or that we put up on the board or whatever that are like printed already yeah but it's also we bring the press because i was a kid that used to go to shows and i didn't have a lot of money to spend on merch but i always wanted every shirt from every man
1: yeah I'm, I'm, and i always
2: wished i could get one sometime like man that sucks and my thing was if you want one of our shirts we'll print on the shirts you're wearing mm-hmm. my boy tyler came up with this idea we we're out on warp tour and we were always running out of shirts like printed up shirts we were ordering shirts at the time and he's like you print shirts right well, I brought a bunch out that I printed because I left my press at home. Like I printed as many as I thought we would need, sold them all. Yeah. That way, faster than I thought we sh- would have. You know what I mean? So we had to order more. And then we had to order more. And he's like, why don't you just bring your press out here? I'm like, yeah. And then the problem, we were running out of shirts. I made the joke. He goes, dude, we're literally surrounded by shirts. You can print on people's shirts they're wearing. And he was like sort of joking, <laughs> but it was like, awesome sort it. of wasn't. And a light went off in my head. And I was like, what would you say? I was like, you think you can convince people to do that? He's like, yeah. Like, what do you have on that jacket right now? Nothing. The on the jacket. The jacket. On oh, no. no, nothing. Else. Exactly. So there's a handguns one that we have that just says handguns in block letters. And I made one. This dude has an Aaron Weston Roaring Twenties jacket just like that. It's on the bottom. But the top rocker across the shoulder blades says handguns. He was just wearing it at the show. He had the press. And he was like, oh, my gosh, print this on here. And we just did it for whatever. Like, if you want to give us money, if you have money and you want to tip us, awesome. Yeah. But that's not why we brought it. Yeah. That's not why I lugged it in here. I didn't lug it in here for money. I know it would seem that way. You would think, why would you do all that work for not money? No, I did it so that you could leave here with a piece of merch, whether you like the band, whether you like the band enough to spend your money, because some people it's that, and that's fine. I don't care. If you're just like, "Eh, I don't know. I kind of like you guys, but that's cool. I'll take a free one. Yeah. Sure. And that's then, fine and then too. Your names out there, exactly. And not only that, like you'll probably come back to us sometime. You'll come back to the record and be like, "They were, they were cool. They did give me a free shirt." You know what I mean? Hundred percent. So that, and then just people who can't afford one. I want to be able to print on it. And not only that, it looks so nuts. If you look back over time, and there's all these different garments. Like I think about them every handgun's garment that's ever been printed on, laid out in a line. And from the time we got that press until now. There's all these one-of-ones, and that's so sick to me. Like, yeah. there's a – and there's ones from my other bands that I'm into. There's a Kid Quit – just, this just came into my head right now, and i got to say it. There's a Kid Quit Bob Ross shirt. What? <laughs> uh-huh. It's a Bob Ross shirt on the front, which is pretty Kid Quit right on the side, right here. That's people, awesome. People – like, what's on that? Is it a band shirt? Is no, it, that's, that's, a, all...
1: that's a wrestler. Does it say
2: – so some people – She's the wrestler. It's just that that's on it. Yeah. So some people would be like, hell yeah, print your name under it. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Because so this Jack- shirt here, I like it because. So this girl, her name is Becky Lynch. She's a wrestler, and she. Oh, okay. So she had a mo- like she a literally just had the biggest explosion of her career a couple months ago, and it happened by accident. She was in a ring, and there was a whole thing where the the Raw rosters were versus SmackDown, and they all got in the ring and had this big fight. Now there's this big girl named Nia. Uh, uh, Nia Jax, yeah. and she punched her in yep. the face and busted her nose all over the place, yeah. and she, it fucked her up. So she gets out of the ring, she runs up in the crowd, and in her brain just took the blood off her face and just smeared it all over herself and just looked in the ring like I'm a badass and from that moment on she became the biggest female superstar yeah, in the sure. planet. Oh, sure. And people like took it and made so when he this guy who made these shirts start selling them, they start going off like hotcakes. This shirt is you this has got a cease and desist letter. You Rock. can't own this shirt anymore. It rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
2: Yeah it rocks. Yeah. That's why I love I love things that are season's desist. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, Nikes that the dude made that look like Newports?
1: They no. Box.
2: They came in a box that looked like Newports and they're like, they're Nike SBs and the shoe itself, like parts of it look like the filter. Like the shoe, it's a cigarette shoe.
1: That's fantastic.
2: It is pretty fantastic. But he got a big season assist from not only, I think from Nike, Nike and Newport. I think from both. And he, he was required to buy them all back. And, uh, So he still tries to buy – it's, like, part of the settlement. Like, he has to buy them back. And, like, I guess – you can watch – there's a documentary about it. There's a Vice documentary about it. If you're really into, like, sneaker culture or, like, cigarettes, I think it's cool. Yeah. Or, like, copyright stuff. Like, either way. I thought it was very interesting. But apparently now they still aren't – like, he tries to send them the money or, like, contact them and they don't even hit him back anymore because it's been so long. Mm. So now he – at the end of the documentary, he says, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make more because – Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that big of a deal the first time. Yeah. Because it really wasn't. Like, it was a
1: big settlement and he lost money, but it, it was just money. Like, he didn't really I'd like, care. I'd be like, send me to jail. Put me in jail for the rest of my life because I made a sneaker. Yeah, right? Suck my dick. Yeah, right. Like, we have way more <laughs> things in this planet that you need to fucking worry about than me making a shoe that well, looks it, like it, a fucking cigarette. It wasn't about cigarette. putting him in jail. They weren't going to put him in It was just about money. It was yeah. about... Yeah. I'd, be like, I, I'd be like, yo, you're not getting a dime. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, like when people were like, oh, uh yeah, this like then don't do it. They're like, well, I will get sued. Sue me. You're not gonna. I, I'm. I'm worthless. I have no money. You're gonna I get nothing. Saying, Sue me to people. Yeah. Sue me. And knowing that they will get nothing if they win. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a great feeling. Even if you win, I'm still not paying you put me in jail. I want to be in jail for the rest of my life because I didn't pay you because I tried to better myself as a human. Right. <laughs> like and then you're going to live the rest of your life knowing that you put a man away for jail for a $15 thing. Like like I'll I'll go that far. I'll prove a point. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Sue me. Um yeah now I, I um your yeah, your merch and your shows are really like cool I actually have um a handgun shirt I think it's like a bright blue shirt from a thrift shop and there's like a kitten on it mm-hmm. or a handguns logo it's super cool I like I love the idea yeah it's just it also
2: like like I said to me it's like it's, it's swag it's also swag too like how you how else are you gonna
1: get a a handguns? ralph lauren like what like (laughs) do you see the guy on on, uh insta uh, not instagram unofficial mashup um what is it on youtube no netflix and his whole store is just bootlegged faked items he's like a fat dude and he wears over like jean overalls and he he just like buys fake gucci and fake items he'll go to thrift shops and find like toys or old school stuff and he resells it in his like pawn shop and it's all like like he has a whole like he has real ones and then he has knockoffs or like an old school day Earnhardt hard shirt from the 90s he'll fucking find it and people will pay like 80 bucks for that t-shirt yeah, because it doesn't exist anymore i know the 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 t-shirt game is crazy i love dude i have I, I, my t-shirt collection is fucking out of control like i literally have a closet top shelf T-shirts. We had to build a second row, bottom all. I have four drawers filled with T-shirts, and then I, I have no more room for it. So you I have, have no I have, idea. I have
2: six piles. For the past ten years of my life, I've dwindled. For the past ten years of my life, I've dwindled my T-shirts. Every time my friends will come over, bands would be on tour, people I'd be in bands with, like I can't get rid of. Now I have. No, I had to. I like I had too many, and they weren't like I used to think I can't get rid of them, but it's just like it comes about space for me, because I don't want to like. I Like new things too, mm-hmm. and I like to get rid of it. And I like part of me likes knowing that someone else has it and they know it came from me. Yeah, that's true too. That's so that's way. cool too. Like I like that. Like, part of me lives. I sold. I sold, I, know, in weird, I, I sold a bunch of them. That's kind of weird. But
1: I sold a bunch in a yard sale. But the only like right now, most of the shirts I own are either pro wrestling or local bands. I keep something that means something deeply sentimental. Like, me and my buddy
2: went to a wrestling show a long time ago for GBW down in Hanover. It was a random wrestling thing, and I bought a GBW shirt. Nice. So, like, that can't get rid of that. Um, certain handgun shirts I won't get rid of, but like, I don't have every handgun shirt ever. That'd be mm-hmm. crazy. That would be way too many. Like, I wish. I wish I had saved everyone. But honestly, part of me doesn't. Like, that would just be bins sitting in my basement. For what reason? Knowing that somebody else in this world is a fan of the band and will get so much joy out of that shirt and that it's festering in my basement bothers me.
1: I gave away a shirt today. Do you know what I mean? Like,
2: (laughs) if if I know I have a shirt that you think is dope and I'm wearing it, know that you can offer me money and I'll sell it to you off my back. Yeah. That's a that's a thing. Like, I've done it, and people have seen me do it multiple times, because if you come up to me and you're willing to be like, yo, I really like that shirt, I'll buy it from you. I don't have it in me to say no. I'm like, how much? I'm going to try and hit you for a lick, depending on the sentimental value it has to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, how much do I, you know what I mean? It's going to be, I don't care what it's worth. I care what it's worth to me. Yeah. And sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's this, I'll give it to you. Give me the shirt off your back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, depending on the shirt, I might just make you trade me. Even if it doesn't fit me, I might just make you trade me, because
1: it. I'll put on your tiny shirt. Here's a here's a crazy shirt slash wrestling story. So I went to a wrestling show, and I'm a big fan of the Blue Meanie. Do you remember him? Yeah. Big fat dude with the anywhere yeah. like BWO. Um, went to a shirt show. All he had left in his BWO shirts were mediums. And I'm like, my fat ass is never fitting in a medium, but I want to support you because you're you're a guy who literally went from Madison Square Garden to a gym in Pottsville, and I'm happy you're here. So I'll buy your shirt and autograph for me. So I did, which I'm not a big autograph guy either. But I got it. I got it done. Years later, which is, like, a couple months ago, the Blue Meanie's back in our area doing a show. And this wrestler I'm a fan of, his name is Fox Vineyard. And he's, like, this fucking jack dude, and he paints his face. He's cool as fuck. And he was going to tag with the Blue Meanie. And he put a post on Facebook, like, Hey, does anyone have a BWO shirt? I want to be, like, an honorary BWO member that night. And I go, I do, but it's a medium. And he goes, fuck. I said, dude, you can take this shirt, you can cut it, like and make it, like, a poncho-style shirt. Whatever you have to do, the only thing I ask is when the night's over give me the shirt back and he goes deal so I brought it And this dude is fucking jacked. He's a big boy. He cut the one sleeve off and somehow fit his body into this BWO shirt. Wrestled with it, like was with the blue meanie. Got photos with him. Then at the very end, he took it off and he wiped all of his sweat on it and threw it at me from the ring. And I still have it. And then he, as he was leaving, I was like, "Dude, put your name on it." He goes, "You want me to autograph your your blue meanie autograph?" I'm like, "Yeah, because you tagged with him. Like, you just made this shirt more cool." I won't wash it, like, because it has his makeup on it and stuff. It's fucking dope as shit. Like, I love shit like that. Like a shirt I bought 10 years ago came back yeah, and that's it had use. That's yeah. super rad. Yeah. Yeah, that, that rocks.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm a huge fucking nerd when it comes to like wrestling and video games and well, weird
3: stuff.
2: We have some, so you'll see, I don't want to spoil the surprise because it's, a, I don't want to blow up our spot. You know what I mean? You know what it is. But we're, we're there's going to be a spot that we're doing on the handguns tour that we're doing. We're doing a tour with the queers and there's going to there, there's going to be some wrestling.
1: Really? Yes. So nice. Are set. Did you see, Um. What probably it was and on social media. Me and RJ
2: are training for it. I, I'll say that. RJ is coming on the tour with us and he's going to do it with me, but we're not going to say, we're going to say what it is. Cool. It's going to be sick. Is when it where, you see it, you're going to be like, gonna wow, be, holy be Where are going to be? Do, is it a show in Pennsylvania or is it no. somewhere? Uh, the first one's in Kentucky. Um. We're going to get great video of it though. I'm trying to roll with a professional videographer. Because you should tell this RJ dude amazing. to hit me up. I will. I'll, I'll come up here and do it with you sometime with him. We can come and do it again together. Well,
1: even if he wants to call in. So I do this thing on our wrestling show where I, comes, I, I'm i saying he comes down here and trains me all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Because I'd love to do it with the wrestling show. I like to do like interviews of guys and like you know your history. Shout out Jose. The <laughs> the history of like uh, how he always you got hops into the on
2: there. That's my homie Jose Delgado from Warp Tour. Oh, what's up, man? He's one of the crew. The one of the
1: crew members of Warp. He's one of the crew chiefs for the setup crew. From War Tour, yeah, he's the. What's up, brother? Go check out our stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get here. We'll we'll get close to the wrap up here. Um, but uh, will you do an hour about that. That's I just cool. kind of yes, kind of feel it out. I want to keep a, you all. I want to do,
2: do a long style one there where we drink maybe because if you get me drinking, the stories will. We'll never stop. Yeah, but I don't
1: want to also enable right and do bad things. It's, it's not enabling. If I'm here drinking, I, I have more
2: willpower than entire armies, dude. I made all these sugar cookies today, and I did not have a lick of the spoon. You don't even know. I made sugar cookies, a double batch of sugar cookies, and a double batch of chocolate chip cookies. No, you don't understand about cookie dough in my house growing up. You don't understand. Well, I'm really excited. It was to a war. It was a war between me and my brother and my dad and my mom, and we would always run in and try to... Deal bits of cookie dough out of the bowl while she was trying to mix it. She was smack our hands with a wooden spoon. She was not joking because she needed to make. She was making them for somebody and there needed to be enough, right? Yeah. But we were not joking either. We needed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like some real, some raw cookie dough is some. Got some good, good, and I did not have any of it.
1: It's uh, it's pretty cool to and see. And I wanted it so uh, bad. I wanted you? to
2: put it on a spoon and get it real hot, <laughs> and then get a syringe and smack my vein until it pops, and then stick that shit right in there and live under a bridge and be like, ah. I dick for some cookie dough that's what i wanted to be like that's how
1: badly i wanted it i don't think cookie dough's that hard to find yo we, we could have got suck cookie monsters dick <laughs> i like it i like how like your parents go to a lot of your shows too and show that support it's pretty cool to see yeah they're the best i, I haven't that. talked to your parents yet like i wanted talk, to but you should
2: I, have my dad on
1: here yeah your dad's a musician as well right
2: my dad is not a musician uh people think that he's a writer and a preacher
1: Really, so, preacher? Yeah,
2: yeah, he's a preacher. That's why I, I you should have him
1: on here. I've had had. Well, I have a weird view on religion, but I'm very open minded. I used yeah, no, to be. He in, he he he's got an open mind. He's not. Yeah. A dick. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm down to have him whenever whenever he wants. Maybe we'll do another one where you come back and you meet you, you and should. your dad.
2: Since my since you said that and you asked if my dad was a musician, I'll just I'll play this for you real quick. Well, so he, he wrote a song. Yeah, yeah. I'll play it right now. In 1983, he started writing a song. In 1983, about the town of Glenham, South Dakota, and uh, the last two remaining bars in the in the in the town burned down. They were the last remaining businesses in the town, and he realized something. And that something is that when a South Dakota town goes from a uh, ghost town. Or a farm town into a ghost town. Uh, the last business to leave town is never the church; it's the bar. Yeah, he's a pastor, and he wrote that. So he's not. He's got an open mind. He's also got a dark sense of. He's been through a lot of shit in his life. He wasn't a Christian his whole life. He was a. He'll talk to you about it. He's got a testimony. Um, he was a, 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 a extreme alcoholic. Through, well, well, through college up till he met his mom, my mom. Wow. So, yeah, he. <laughs> He's got funny stories. He'll tell you though. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Come I, I hundred percent do that. But uh, he started writing the song, and then maybe about a month ago, he told me about it, and he pulled the lyrics out. and It's it's almost it makes me cry and choke up because it's deep, so weird. That's just so weird, dude. Like if I I'll show you. I'll, there'll be a picture of the lyric sheet. I don't know if I do. I have it in here. I might have it in here still. Let me look. Sometimes I think I have it in here. Sometimes I pull it, put stuff other places, and then I lose it. It's like he left – it's like he started writing lyrics and then he left space in between where he knew his son was going to write lyrics. Forty years later when he's – oh, apparently I I hid $10 for myself too. That rocks.
1: I I do that too. I hide money. I do too. Yeah. All the time. And you're like, fuck. You know what's funny? I actually had – $5 $5 hidden in my wallet, and I didn't know I had it. And we were leaving Walmart one night, and there was a lady, a black lady, and she's like, hey, can you help me out, anything you have? And I was like, I have no cash on i putting me. this
2: back in my wallet so the next time I see someone, I can just give them that 10 And I did. I gave the lady the 5 know, I didn't even know it was yeah. there. So what's the it matter? It's not mine. It belongs to God. I like or universe. it. It's the universe, yeah. Or God, or whatever you want to call it. Or a giant taco that shits ice cream if you like South Park. <laughs>
1: Remember that one?
2: Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what God is. Maybe God's just a taco that shits ice cream. Whatever. Hold
3: on. If
2: ice cream... If, if 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 Would you eat shit ice cream? I would. If God was a ta- If a taco shit ice cream and that taco created us, I would eat that ice cream, dude. Are you kidding? Would. Of course. I would eat it. I would, if God walked in this room right now and you knew that it was God, the creator of all, and he shat on this table and said, eat it, you wouldn't eat it, I'd eat it. Give me a spoon. God, <laughs> literal God, and you know it's God. Is God it's, a, as, you all doubt has left your mind. You're like, that's God. <laughs> you just know. Whatever it comes in as, looking like. I say it because it's not a hymn. That's some horse shit that a guy wrote in the Bible so he could try and get money and control bitches.
1: Yeah. And I say, I
2: I say bitches because men are dogs. Yeah. And I think, I think people are animals. So. We all are all animals. So what are you looking for? My picks. Oh. I don't think I don't you think like fifteen of them. I don't think saying bitch is a it's just if you use it in a derogatory way. But men are yeah. dogs. We are dogs. And that's why I think that was written into the Bible. Things things weird things about controlling women and just money. Like tithe and offerings and
1: oh, I know it's the Fat Records. And a week, so. I love Fat Records. Uh, Eddie used to wear a hat, like, a Fat almost, rec hat, e- yeah. yeah, for like eight years. He wore so back it. to the
2: song I was talking yeah. about before. I dropped all my stuff all over the ground. I'm just OCD and it really bothered me. It was I would look down there the whole time and not pay attention.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, my things. We we don't have structure here. We just go for it. Yeah, I figured like that. Yeah. But uh,
2: so well, back to what I was saying. My dad wrote. Started writing a song. He wrote lyrics throughout the song, and I filled in a bunch of the blanks. So it goes back and forth between song lyrics that are by him, lyrics that are by me. When the official release comes out, or maybe sometime after that, I'll have a uh, a one of one canvas that'll be for sale, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write the lyrics that I wrote. and I'm gonna make him write the lyrics he wrote on it. And there's also going to be liner notes where it'll be highlighted or written so you know who wrote what, because I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. And the song's called Take It The Way.
4: The two old bars where the townies would sit to get wet and whistle. Burnt to the ground in a blaze last night, take it. Most of Main Street Ashes to ashes and dust to dust Dead men's bones empty storefronts Bell ran dry because of the drunks And they chained up the church because of the nuns But blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be the holy name Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord, oh, blessed be the holy name, and in the old pews where the crows would roost to gossip and giggle, sold off one by one in an auction to pay the debt. After the last twister passed through, pastor said the roof was torn to shreds. And the only thing remaining was a rotten tractor next to an old wood shed. Well, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the holy name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But the church will have to burn before the bar will chain its doors. the Lord giveth, he taketh away. Oh, what the Lord giveth, he taketh away. Oh, what the Lord giveth, he taketh away. What the Lord giveth, he taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But the church will have to burn. For the bar will chain its doors. I wrote the hook. He wrote... Pretty much the notes of the story
2: about the bars burning down, the concept behind it. Um, he wrote the line, dead men's bones, empty storefronts. This was just like lines he wrote on paper, like random bits of poetry. And then the whole, what the Lord giveth, he taketh away. Take Obviously, he didn't write that. That's in the Bible. So mm-hmm. I really No, I like, I like the lyrics right a now. lot. I do. I really like some biblical references. I get down with them because if you sing them in a different way and you sing them in a different context, they can be real cool. Like I talked about Kid Quit. We have a song coming out, and this is some unreleased stuff, but it's, it's got the, uh, it's got the, uh, I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree planted by the water. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. I shall not be moved. It's like an old religious song. Yeah,
1: old hymn.
2: Yeah, it's like an old hymn, yeah. So we just have the, the we here. just have the I shall not be moved part, basically. Yeah. And Johnny, Johnny Cash actually covers that song,
1: because he, He did a lot of... He was
2: obviously... And he was very religious.
1: Yeah. Ray Charles do that too. He would... Ray Charles was... You ever see the South Park episode Plus 44? Or not Plus 44. was it? Faith Plus One or whatever? Yes. Where they would just take gospel songs and change... So, my
2: dad told me about this guy.
1: That's That's what Ray Ray, Charles used to do. Way back
2: in the day. Way back in the day. I'm talking about like... twelve. man, he can probably tell you. I forget the name and I forget the year. It's like... I'm talking about 1300s, 1400s, right? Dude took church songs and would go sing them at the bar. Or no. He went... I say I'm saying it backwards he took bar songs a lot of the bar a lot of church hymns are bar songs with Christian lyrics yeah. The original version of that song is about drinking like amazing grace and things like that like a lot of those old church hymns he literally did faith plus one yeah he took he took at that time what were the songs they were playing in the bar. He taught, my dad told me this. I'm like, are you telling me that was a 1492 actual Faith Plus One? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, yes. He said, what's Faith Plus One? And I told him, he said, yes. That's the same exact concept. <laughs> he took the songs that were playing in the bar, and I said, and he went around rapping about God. I'm like, you're telling me he was the first Christian rapper? I thought that was funny, too. Yeah. Like, technically, the first Christian rapper, because it wasn't his song. It wasn't his beat. It was a sample. Yeah. It was somebody
1: else's beat or song I or love music, it. music, right? He's the yeah. first Christian rapper. I want to go to an Irish pub so bad in Ireland and just hear. They're people like just, Irish,
2: but I'm telling yeah. you, if you apparently if you go over there and you know Christian songs from over here, you'll be like, wait a second, what's this
0: song? <laughs> what are we <they>
2: singing about? <laughs> there's also a Mozart song about licking asshole. I want you to know that that's a rare fact. Look that one up. There's lyrics to Mozart songs, not and not all lyrics. To every, not all every lyrics to every song gets sung in classical music. There's lyrics to the song, but they're not being sung. That's I don't weird. Know if you know that. Hmm. It's like the poetry in the song. It's, there, apparently, there's one, and there's other ones that he had about really perverted you're, weird you're, stuff. Like, but he had one about eating butthole. Wow, and that was real funny. Mozart was getting it in. Some classical music. <laughs> apparently,
1: every t- apparently rockers were always weirdos. Yeah, eating buttholes. I guess. All right. We'll, well, anything in the future? What is what, what can we look out for you? Where can we find uh, you? You talked about a lot of your stuff earlier, like your your band camps and stuff. Um, all the links of everything we talked about, I'll have Jake sent to me, and it'll all be below to check it out. Or Jacob, um, you can check it out below. And uh, just what we put away here. I just
2: put that away, and I gotta get this out because I take pictures. I I am a solo artist now. Like I'm in handguns, but my full time job is Jacob Daniel Langley. So if anybody that's watching this wants to book me or have me play anywhere with my acoustic guitar, uh, I'll do that. But part of the reason I'm pulling this out is because I gotta take a picture because I 100 have a camera. Like, I, I don't have I got, a person. I, you know, I got we got that, but this yeah. is like this will look like it was taken in 1993.
0: I we like don't it. Get to look. Mahan
2: We we're gonna do one of these, so it'll look real bad. And it'll be sick. I like it. Oh, yeah, no, way!
1: hold on. He's not even in it. <laughs> Anthony's not even in it. You're in it. You're in the middle of it. I'll move in a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to block you out, though. 1993 selfie where you have to check it out yeah, before you do it's it. it's got my...
2: T- Dude, this rocks. I look... <laughs> This looks like old me. There's my <laughs> face. I can actually react. Sometimes I'd look in the mirror and I'm not even trying to be cocky or weird. Like I've done such a self transformation that like I look back I didn't I didn't see my like I've been this skinny when I was in high school not high school, but like middle school and yeah. elementary. Like I was littler and my and my face wasn't as round, right? But like I haven't seen my adult jawline until recently. But this look this rocks. This looks like me. I look fat in that picture. That rules. I like it. I'm gonna post that one.
1: That's awesome. Here I am. It's me again. <laughs> all right. Well, that'll do it for Interviews the Everyday People. Uh, thank you so much. We, well, wait.
2: We, you said he was a big handguns fan. You got any questions at all that you'd ever... Anything? Um, even if it's weird. Even if it's personal. Even if it's strange. Even if you think you wouldn't want to answer it. Those are the best ones. Yeah.
0: Like, what inspired you to, like, actually start, like, get up and moving and, like, actually...
2: So for, that's a that, that's a very real question. Existential dread. Um, I'm constantly worried I'm going to die, and the reason I'm constantly worried I'm going to die is because at a young age, there's a song in the Handguns record about it. Uh, the first girl that I ever like loved or felt romantic feelings for at a very young age, maybe you know six or seven, the you know kiss on the cheek type thing. You know what I mean? It was my mom's friend's daughter. Uh, the summer before eighth grade was murdered. She was shot in the chest. So very young, I realized we could all die like tomorrow, all of us. There's no, that's not promised. Um, I could, I've, uh, I'm about to go do, and uh, this is the other thing. I'm about to go do one of the most dangerous things you could possibly do, and that we all do all the time. We never think about it, and that to drive a vehicle. You know what I mean? We all we all say, "Be safe." You know what I mean? Because it's just ingrained in us to say that. Why do we all say that? Because we know we don't want to think about it, but we know in the back of our mind, like that's dangerous. Like there's a lot of things that can go wrong driving a car. So. I don't want to be driving my car to or fro from a job that just made me think about killing myself for eight hours with or without money in my pocket. That doesn't matter to me. That's because I had the money in my pocket and I tried to kill myself. Like I had a job and I tried that I went down that road. This was before I was in a band. So honestly, I would say existential dread and a suicide and attempted suicide. Because I was like, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm either gonna do this is either gonna work or I am going to off myself. And then I realized Wait, you can just make it work. Like, if you want to be in a band or you want to be an artist, you can make, what do you need to live in your car? How much money do you need to live in your car? I know living in your car doesn't sound very fucking appealing, but if you're going to tour, you're living in your car, right? Get in your car and start playing shows. If you can make 100 to $200 a day, you're making more income than most of the people you went to high school with. How do you make that money? You can busk. You can stand on the street corner. You can walk up to people in malls and be like, hey, I'm a musician from Pennsylvania. You can say this while standing in South Carolina. And they can literally, you can sh- prove you're not lying. I've had people be like, show me your Facebook. Because they, they want to know you're not a crackhead. But once they figure that out, they're like, yeah, here, here's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can find the money. Because that's what it takes, right? To like actually step out there. That's what everyone's worried about, right? Paying your bills. You can get them. You can get the bills paid. Why? Because hungry bears always find food. Always. Mm-hmm. If, if the rent has to get paid with the art. The art will pay the rent. I don't know how else to put it. Because if it has to, it will. And you won't sit around waiting for it. You won't sit around going, I hope the art pays the rent. You'll go, Nope. We're gonna get a gig this weekend. Or you know what I mean? Like we're finding shows, we're going on tour, we're doing this. I'm gonna hustle shirts, I'm gonna hustle CDs. That's the I do thing. Whatever it's, I can. it's the
1: hustle. You're not you're not sitting back waiting for someone to give you something. You're going out and getting it. And that's good. When I
2: started this band well, I say this band when I say uh, when I started playing in bands. I, uh, I would say I was not as, I guess, no, I obviously wasn't as talented musically, but I wasn't as like a go get them because yeah. I didn't really get it. I didn't get that how easy it was to book a show, how mm-hmm. easy it was to put a tour together. Part of that became kind of... I'm just trying to fully answer your question. Part of what inspired me, too, was getting involved in lo- local music because I realized yeah. this show that's happening in Strikers, a very similar version of it is probably happening a bunch of other places on this very same note over this country. All we got to do is hit up those people and say, hey, we're in a man coming through. Can we play? Mm-hmm. It seems that simple, but if, you, if you're if you willing to play anywhere, you can find gigs. And if you're, if you're truly willing to just go out there and do it, is that what you want to do? You want to, be, you want to be in a band? Yeah. What do you? What, what do you? What, uh, sorry. What instrument do you play?
3: I play drums mostly.
2: Don't stop playing drums. Eventually, maybe pick up other instruments because it'll help you write songs. Yeah. But you're the most sought after. You're one. Of, you're the most sought after. More than a singer. I can. We can replace singers all day. Any idiot can sing. Love you, singers. But we. The drummer. If the drummer's out there, I have to play that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. So. Shout out Phil Because I made you come up And drum during my set (laughs) (coughs) Randomly Yeah And you sounded like Toads To sounded like shit In the beginning (laughs) And then you eventually found it It eventually worked Took it Took them time In the beginning It sounded like Balls I love Phil. Yeah, I, I do. Can't, too. I'd rather be real with Phil than rub his balls. I won't do that. Yeah, my
1: friend. We're. I'm gonna have no ask you more questions, but I think I want to do it more on a personal thing. Plus Ooh. the whole YouTube kid thing. I don't want to get caught. Yeah. But we're gonna wrap here, and I'm I'm gonna give you guys a little one on one, and I appreciate you coming and and support his music. I think you guys are gonna have a cool conversation. Um,
2: he can throw a question it from off camera though. That doesn't matter, right? Yeah.
1: We get we did the one, but I kind of wanted to be more of an intimate thing, yeah. and you know I mean yeah. like because this yeah, yeah. platform is different. I don't know. it's weird. I don't want to. But anyway, here's some shirts and strange. Thank you guys so much. Check out the links below. Go follow Handguns and go see Jake on his solo stuff. He'll probably be in School County a lot, so he'll uh, be around.
2: Ja- February 22nd at the Roundhouse in St. Clair.
1: Yep. Fe- 22nd. 20- Are you opening for somebody? Mm hmm. Uh, Japan 4. Yeah, that's a Japan 4 show. Yeah. Yeah, they're good guys. Love them, good yep. too. They'll Plan be on that the show soon. Planned the right. show. Here we go. Church and trains. See you guys soon. <laughs>
0: i right.